Aragalea, Inside the People's Struggle in Colombo. Directed and produced by Isuru Kumar Singer and Devana Suna Nayaka. Let the protest live on. find it interesting that you said toxic relationship uh, because I feel like um, the majority of Sri Lanka when it comes to I guess millennials and Gen Z I feel like we are all in toxic relationships with the previous generation um, including our parents sometimes uh, I mean we have this very traumatic um, all of us have in many uh, in many ways grown up in, in trauma, uh, grown up with the war, uh, grown up seeing um, our uncles getting killed, our parents getting punished for the good things they're doing and for being honest and having conducting themselves with integrity at work, you know, various things like that. I feel like we have, we have, we are mashed in between this Even where I am now, compared to where I was before, I had no clue what would happen, what, how things would have been. So I guess I really have no clue how things are going to go. But personally, I'm just going to observe, to act, to do what I think is right, and see where that takes me see where my own journey and the journey of this society as a whole to see where it takes me.
yeah it was happened you know the mixing all the out of pitches and pitching and making some different uh, chords you know it's not major minor it's different chord if you careful listen then uh, what is godagama pitch so you can find a, a different mix of the that's a coherence you know the the pitches whether they out this is i was listening to that sound the the whole sound the, the, the some people make kapudu ka 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 some people getting into another basil 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 kapudu ka 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 it's like a tamil movie sometimes you know it's it's like ta 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 beat on simple kapudu ka 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 ta 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 basil 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 and lot of sound there classics and everything you know i was imagine beat on beat on and kapudu ka can everything get together triplets count pa 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 ta 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 from the start of the protest or the people's movement i'd like to call it um we've seen people being criticized for the ways they protested to uh, to bring a horn you know some uh, have chosen to dance some have chosen to sing some have chosen to do other things some have chosen to go and break a barrier somewhere you know so uh, but so so i you know so when this came up of you know uh, the you know, you know you can't protest like this my my uh, initial reaction was uh, you know we as a country uh, this has happened in i mean if i'm if my memory is right if my history is correct this has never happened in this country you know maybe in the 50s there was something like this but not anything that we know of in in the modern modern day so we we don't know how to how to protest we don't know how to how a revolution evolves huge sound from the sea you know it's continuous so 
if you talk, if you make any sound. So we have to consider Valsi sound. Okay. To use sound equipment or without sound equipment, we have a challenge. The second thing is the, the sea breeze, you know, and the rain. Those kind of the already there, you know, before the GGG struggle. Then the most important thing is the sound of the people. Then the musicians made the uh, some musical things and other things, you know, noises. experiences, we need to be conscious citizens at this moment. We have tolerated a lot as people and cannot tolerate it anymore. revolution art has played an immense role and I think uh, that's what art should be doing because uh, art uh, like I mentioned before should be creating that mirror for the society to be honestly looking at themselves and changing and art cannot be preachy uh, we cannot be saying this is right this is wrong but we should, uh, should rather be showing what is going on in a very in an honor, honest form and I think music, films, everything should represent that. People would often sing songs that have nationalist or racist undertones. They might not even be aware of that because these songs have been, I guess, poured into their heads since they were children and they don't really focus on the lyrics or what the song is trying to say or the political, social, historical context of the song. We wanted to take it a step further. We wanted to make a change to that and bring forward original compositions as much as possible. And for that, we made sure that we worked with a lot of artists. 
the middle, the variety of things happen. The middle, the different alternative music, sound excitement, a lot of things happen in the middle. So that was, let's go. by people themselves, like the car horns or the people. I mean, nobody would give them a pitch to start singing. They would just start chanting. They probably, there, there's probably coherence because you hear, you pick up the pitch from other sounds. The government or even certain other authorities in the country who oppress people with their sounds. You have certain institutions, religious institutions as well, playing their, playing something on loudspeakers every evening or every morning or something, and it would be very disturbing to other people. It's not something that you ask for. And it was more democratic, like I said, more accommodating, yeah. instead of, uh, a certain group of people saying, hey, we are the ones who have authority over sound in here. Loving the people despite, um, I mean, um, disregarding where they come from, who they really are, their gender, their sexuality, whether there's a minorities or majorities. I think it's, I don't know, I feel like it's a far-fetched dream, but still we should work ourselves up to move there. I think loving should mainly be um, acceptance. Uh, we need to tolerate, we need to accept, we need to honor. And that's, I think, what a true leader of Sri Lanka should be doing.
We designed a performance that uh, features children. Uh, the children take center stage and they sing about their problems as children. You know, there's no electricity. My mom's at the petrol queue. My dad's at this queue. I don't have friends. I can't go to school anymore. Uh, their problems with the women from the parade backing them with percussions and guitars and other instruments. We will do some funeral march, we will arrange that. We asked some people to bring a malabera and a Tamil uh, percussions and everyday life, you know, instruments. And we also used the bell, the church bell. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we got some... Malasino. Malasino, it's called Malasino. It's, a, it's the, the bell which, but uh, playing the Christian, uh, for the Christian funeral, we got that also. Uh, and We used the Nadeswaram. Nadeswaram. Used by Yusvatara processions, uh, Hindu processions. The, the, it's a multicultural symbolization, you know, Tamil, Hindu and Buddhist, Christian. I was there with trumpet and uh, I was playing the trumpet. It's close to impression of the nearer my God. I used that and it was a mixed kind of thing that several Tamil and uh, Buddhist uh,
what this protests as uh, or the people's movement has proven is that our conscience is still alive is in still still intact thankfully yes our minds might have been corrupted uh, you know divided confused uh, call it what may our bodies have been you know we've been murdered tortured killed arrested whatever but the conscience of this country and the conscience of the people of the mass still remains and that is where we need to uh, nurture uh, the seed of uh, love and honest uh, you know respect and understanding I never experienced that kind of sound before GGG. Aragalea, Inside the People's Struggle in Colombo, featuring King Ratnam. Anu Madhu Bashani, Dunupa Koda Koda, Ajit Kumar Siri, Namini Panchala. Directed and produced by Isuru Kumar Singer and Devana Suna Nayaka. Co-produced by Norient and Gote Institute. Hi, my name is Yannick Sitampalam and welcome to the bonus talk of the Colombo Time Zones episode, co-produced by Norient and the Goethe Institute. Here with me are the producers of the episode, Devanasenanayaka and Isuru Kumarasinghe. This episode explores the music and the art of the Aragalia, the protest movement birthed by the simultaneous crises that have befallen our troubled island. The last few years have been tumultuous and the last few months significantly more so. The largest protests were in Colombo, especially at the semi-permanent protest site at Callface Green, now called Gota Gogama, after the primary demand of the Aragalia, the resignation of President Gotabe Rajapaksa. But aside from the anger and the frustration one feels at Gota Gogama, there is also much joy and beauty. The place is always alive with music, chants, murals and sculptures, speeches and performances. For artists working during this time, the struggle of daily life is offset by a hopefulness an optimism that what we do today might sow the seeds of a brighter future if you haven't already listened to the episode i suggest you check it out after this talk firstly for devana why did you choose the theme of the episode on sri lanka 
And I felt like this was such a significant moment in our lives. Like I've never been part of a movement within the country before. Um, not something that's that feels as relevant and as important as this particular movement felt. So I felt like, hey, why don't we sort of try and capture in whatever way we can the essence of this movement with a focus on um, the artists and the performers there and how they sort of create and make art and why they do it and how it can sort of add muscle to the movement and how it retains the momentum and how it actually um, impacts people's emotions as well. Mm -hmm. Ten years from now, how do you think we'll view this time? especially in con- in connection with art ide- and identity? Uh, let's think about it this way. Mm. We have seen people's uprising in uh, 88, 89, but I have a memory of people telling me what is it like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a nice memory. So let's say when we come back to 2022, we are seeing uh, Aragalaya in a different manner, which we haven't seen before and this was kind of reframing us saying okay you don't need to be kind of completely violent and like destructive about it rather think about this chaos into a different manner this was very interesting Mm -hmm. that's actually really interesting because i spoke to some of the people who were running the library the free library Mm -hmm. and i was asking him why he set it up and they were actually telling me that as a kid, his, his memories of 89, for example, and even 71, uh, it was clouded by a lot of uh, bloodshed and violence and turmoil. And he wants people, especially children and young people who come to the library, to understand that uprisings, rebellions, movements can be a place of peace, can be a place of education, can be a place of respite. And he hopes that those are the memories that they take forward, not so much the anger or the frustration or the conflict. Yeah, so I guess we are like witnessing like a political revolution in in the way that people protest. Okay, so do you think there's also like a chain, a cultural revolution in the sense, in the way that artists create music, in the way that they, like the, what what they're inspired by, for instance? Yes, in my understanding, mm-hmm. uh, as a musician, I had a really difficult time, like a, as a dis- discussion of like among other musicians, we have this idea of music education in Sri Lanka, which is quite not very, let's say, uh, people don't know how to kind of recognize things or like people don't know so much. They might do it not knowingly, but they don't know so much about it. So the first time in Aragalaya, we are seeing random people coming together, uh, even a horn, like a car horn, uh, uh, rhythmically trying to match with the sound of the protest. This is sort of a learning curve. So it's a sort of a cultural learning curve. So people trying to make things, the humor of like, how do we approach this was actually, if you think about it, culturally, we are seeing different dynamics rather than before, you know, saying uh, somebody's, uh, there are specific people who do this music or whatever the things, but uh, right now, there are people trying to think it creatively, you know, the people who completely don't have a musical background, they try to think about it, which is a good thing for me. Do you think the protests have made Sri Lanka society more unified or is it just a surface level thing? 
I feel like the unity, the togetherness, the collectiveness you see is not uncommon in Colombo. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very common thing in Colombo. A lot of different races, classes, ethnicities, religions mix. Uh, I do think it's also surface level. You can't see it as actual social change. For example, um, a lot of the people were saying that a lot of Tamil people from the north uh, and the east weren't there and they had very valid reasons to not be there. Um, so there is that there is a lack of understanding about, for example, the impact of racism, discrimination, the segregation of Tamil people um, in the north and the east. There is that people don't really understand the root causes of why um, they're unable to participate, but also how they have suffered over the years, not just for protesting, but just for being who they are. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's very surface level. I do think um, I do think one of the good things perhaps is we do have youth who are very idealistic. Perhaps the young people, the children, the young people who are there are they are a lot less prejudiced, and I feel like they are a lot more open. And I think that fresh idealism is something that's desperately needed in Sri Lanka. What do you think is the importance of recording and documentation for the Aragalia? So now, like as the Kota Kalmanga is gone now, and it's only a memory for a lot of us, and it will change in the future. Um, what do you think the importance is of things like this, where we record and try and keep these memories alive? I used to do field recordings for a long time. Then I kind of like stopped once, you know, for mm. one point because this is the time which like all these social media trying to kind of like put everybody starting to take pictures, you know. So there was a time we all kind of take pictures and do uh, video recording or what. So I used to do field recordings as a musician. So one point I stopped because of the <laughs> because I felt like it's uh, it's another kind of like adding up. Uh, a memory whether I need to kind of like do it or not but uh, I mean that's my artistic side of it but when I think about the Gota Gogama and like when, when I see this sort of like we never experienced uh, sound or we never experienced this sort of like gathering or like all these things which is very interesting to kind of like capture and the question also where you don't know how to capture you because you can't actually capture one thing you know you it's a it's a many things together so you basically have to kind of think about various different things how do you do even as an example of when you perform there you don't know who you perform to kind of you are not uh, performing to everyday crowd or the people you know or you completely don't know how to kind of like adjust to that so this way thinking like i think it's very interesting to capture you know Mm -hmm. i just have to quickly add when i think about previous uprisings because we've talked about 1988 Mm. 89 um, we don't really have the perspectives of the youth a lot of the youth were decimated from the second insurrection specifically so I think in that respect, documentation is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um, in, Sh- in Sri Lanka, what do you think is, are the unique protest things you only find in Sri Lanka? Occupation of president's houses. <laughs> <laughs> but then Iraq has started doing yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> trendy, <laughs> yeah. It's really many other ideas. <laughs> Anything uniquely Sri Lanka. Yeah. Well, actually, the... the people created their own chance, you know, like I, earlier it was more kind of, you know, student protesters who were using this sort of chance. I never seen normal everyday people coming up with a completely new idea of chance. 
Yeah, that's true. It is a very unique uh, yeah. restaurant, so. yeah. Oh, I know something that's uniquely Sri Lankan. The nanaka, they do the anti-honian chant. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. They did some big, like, mm. uh, anti-charming session. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it was ward away the black magic and keep the white magic. Yeah. Actually, that's true. <laughs> that's a way of protesting in Sri Lanka. Mm. We do think about whenever somebody is like doing something bad for us, we find a different energy source to deal There's with that it. ritualistic aspect of it. Religion actually played a really important part in the protest and it kind of kept the momentum going. Uh, thank you, Devana and Isuru, for sharing your insights and reflections and for revealing a little bit of the process behind your work. Um, it was interesting to see your personal perspectives, the protest, working and uh, struggling during this time. This was the bonus talk of the Colombo Time Zones episode, co-produced by Norient and the Goethe Institute. Oh, my God.